and welcome to another episode of Moonchild Musings. My name is Kylie Virtue, and as always, I'm very thankful that you are here listening. I um, do this podcast because it's something that helps my soul, and I hope that it can help others' souls. I realize that my healing is directly connected to um, getting vulnerable with myself and then being able to help other people um, feel inspired or open to be able to do the same thing. Anyways, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, It's another snowy day here where I am and I have had a bit of an interesting uh, week. I don't know how you guys are all feeling energetically, Um, but I uh, have had some struggles in terms of um, my pregnancy and feeling a little bit funny, and it's not just me being pregnant. I've, you know, I know there's a few people that around me that I know have had some some challenges. Um, For me, when I have challenges or struggles or difficult times, I often um, really try to look at why things are happening. Uh, I look at things as lessons. I look at things as like a little poke from the universe, um, kind of with a higher purpose for what's going on with my life. I find not only does that help me um, accept what's happening more, Um, but just find a reason for it. I think whenever I put purpose to something, I just feel better about it. Um, and for me, that really helps me transition and move through challenging, uh, energy. Um, so today, you know, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about because there's been a few, you know, topics that I've been, um, sitting with, with myself. And then I, you know, like I always say, I always feel inspired from other people. Um, and I had a chance to be with my, um, my yoga girls yesterday and I call them my yoga girls cause I did my training with them. And, um, you know, I always gain inspiration from other people, um, especially people, uh, that I kind of feel like I share, this like wavelength of, um, looking at life in a bit of a, I don't want to say evolved way, but in a different way, I guess, than the monotony of just kind of day-to-day life. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I've noticed in myself lately this transition of wanting to be really, really authentic and wanting to be like truly authentic um, and wanting to share that with the world. Um, And so I decided to be super authentic and do a post on social media about how I really was been feeling. And it was interesting to see people's responses because, you know, there was a lot of worry and concern, which I, you know, really appreciate um, the love that people gave to me. Um, but I also want people to be reminded, um, you know, in the importance of, um, being able to, you know, just not 
put a pretty post out there and, you know, make it a little messy and that it's okay, you know, um, to be that way. Uh, so I wanted to talk today about, we have a full moon in Leo coming, um, on February 8th through 9th. Um, I can't believe we're already in February. Oh my gosh. When did that happen? Um, I'm not a winter person. I will put it out there. So, um, for me, I can't wait for the warm weather to come back. I also will have a baby then. So like, there's a lot coming for me. Um, but anyways, we have a full moon in Leo coming. And right now we're in uh, Aquarian season. So the sun is in Aquarius. So when we have a full moon, it naturally is in the opposite sign of what the sun is in. Because the sun is illuminating the moon. And that's how we get the full moon in the sky. Uh, so Aquarius and Leo are opposite signs. Um, but they have the similar trait of being authentic. Um, I find that like a lot of the time you'll, you'll find Leo people and Aquarius people, they have this, well, this is who I am part of them. And whether or not it fits in or (laughs) causes a little bit of drama or things like that, um, you know, regardless, it's something that I do value in them as an energy and as, as, as people. Um, so when we have the opposite, the balanced out energy of two different energies. Leo is heart-centered, um, sort of more singular leadership role of uh, yourself. And Aquarius is like the collective, it's a community. So it's like showing these two very strong energies in both our own personal lives and in a personal connection and also in the collective in the community around us. Um, I think another good word that I think about when I think about these two energies and the energy that's coming in right now is the idea of freedom, um, freedom to kind of go after the things you love with Leo and freedom to be different and um, to break free from your norm with Aquarius. Um and it really got me starting to think like, what is this? What has been illuminated? Because full moons are an end of a cycle. They're illuminating. They're bright in the sky and they're illuminating things in our lives. And that's why full moons can be kind of intense sometimes, right? Because it's this intense energy of things that maybe sometimes we don't necessarily want to look at that are dark and being lit up. Um, so it can be like you hear about all of the intensity around a full moon and, you know, people getting in like arguments and people like being kind of irritable and stuff. It's because things are a little bit intense um, and the moon definitely affects our energy. Um, so it started to make me think about the simple question about who am I living for? And I think that's where I want to go today is, you know, I don't think that we even realize um, sometimes who we're living for or if we're so controlled by um, this inner fear person that lives in us, this inner um, 
ego, um, this obligation that we've been put in or we've put on ourselves, um, you know, it's all fine and dandy to be saying like, oh, I'm authentic. And even for me to make a post on Instagram, like that's, that's cool. But, you know, day to day, um, who are you living for? You know, how many times have you sacrificed yourself for another person? How many times have you given into your fear or your ego way of thinking or your doubt or whatever you want to call it instead of giving in to that heart space, that center, that part of your soul that's kind of like screaming, (laughs) wanting to be heard, you know? Um, When you're a sensitive soul, when you're an empathetic person, when you're a person who's naturally a healer and who connects with people, it's very hard to get caught up in um, other people's energy, um, getting caught up in fear of disappointing people all of the time. It's getting, you know, worried about making mistakes or, you know, or even like um, showing that you're struggling. Like, that's another thing. It's like, we can be in a state of struggle and suffering and we are so afraid to talk about it that we don't. And we mask it and we make it pretty, um, especially in this world that we live in. It's so easy to create that. And then who are we living for? We're living for the people around us so that they can make sure that they can see that we're we're good and we're all right but inside we are not you know are we giving into that mind that's spiraling that's creating issues that aren't there is that what we're living for we're living for that you know same story we've been telling ourselves Are we putting ourselves in boxes and living for that scenario that we've worked out for ourselves that that's what our life is or that's who we are, you know? And um, just came to me just now, uh, one of my students was telling me about how, you know, he had made this big decision to move and to... um, to uh, like literally like uproot go to a different city and then he realized that this wasn't the place for him and so then he decided that he's gonna move again very quickly within like months time and you know I really thought about it I thought you know what I think that takes a lot of guts because I think in life we feel like we have we make this decision about something and everyone sees it and everyone knows about it and they're and you know like we've decided that you know, we're going to move or we're going to change careers or, you know, something or relationships or whatever it is. And then we have this feeling like we can't because we've like made it public somehow and we've told other people that we now have to like just be in that role and accept that role because that's what we've told other people and we can't tell other people that we change our mind because that would make us look like we are all over the place. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this is that again, we're living for those other people in our life. 
We're not making decisions based on ourselves, what our heart place is telling us. What We're making decisions sometimes based on what our roles are that have been placed on us. You know, what happens when we take away things like what we do, our job role? What happens? Like, what's there in you? You know, when we take away that we are who we are and, you know, our gender, our story, our where we are right now, maybe our role as a parent, as a partner, as a friend, what is left, what is there? So often we don't even think about that because we're so associated with these roles that we feel like we have to play out. Even if it's not necessarily in alignment with what we are, who we are. And why, as humans, are we so stuck on this need to be um, non-moving, non-changing, staying still, staying stuck? You know, and, and I wonder about that, you know, because I think a lot of it's to do with comfort and safety. You know, we feel secure. We've made a decision about something. Okay, that's what we're going to do. And that's not to say that I think that everyone should just fly all over the place and uproot themselves all the time and feel like they have no accountability or that they shouldn't work through things or they shouldn't work hard on things. But what I don't think we should do is get stuck in living for other people, stuck in living for our fear. When you really think about it, where are your decisions being made from? And even daily decisions. Who's making those decisions? Is it coming from your heart space, your heart center? Are you dropping out of the mind that's making a muck and really listening? Or are you stuck in a place of stagnant energy of the past you know and that's one of the things about I mean for me anyways Leo Aquarian energy is it's this moving forward energy we have a fire sign here and we have an air sign we have movement we have futuristic heart-centered action you know and I think that I'm starting to feel the pull of this um and realizing how much of my life, I'm 31 years old, um, and I look back, and how much of my life I was living for other people, and afraid to disappoint people, and afraid, um, you know, to make mistakes, or to show that I was sad, or um, to upset people, or upset the norm even, you know, of what Kylie is. You know, because what am I really? You know, I always think about, I can't think of the podcast. Uh, I wish I could. But it was one of my many <laughs> um, podcasts that I listened to. I listened to a lot of, um, I guess they would be considered self-help podcasts, but more spiritual, um, wellness, holistic healing, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it was, I believe, a man, and he was talking about how he, when someone says, you know, what do you do? Like, what what do you do? Which is often a question that is asked. 
and often will reply with, oh, I'm a accountant, oh, I'm a nurse, I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor, whatever it is. I, you know, I'm hairstylist, whatever it is that we identify with. Um, and he's had decided to change it to, um, you know, I listen to people and I just thought that was such a beautiful moment. And I often say, you know, if someone says now anyways, what do you do? I initially want to say certain things and then I think about it and it's like, I help people. I want to help people. I don't know what that looks like in this world because it's not something that's necessarily tangible or specific or put in a box. It's the idea of connecting to other people, finding empathy for other people, um, validating their feelings, um, sitting with them during trauma and grief, um, helping them heal, helping them see a different perspective, helping them feel okay with their feelings, you know? And I think that when we put ourselves in this box, what happens is, is we we get stuck. We're not people that are meant to just stay stagnant. Yes, I think we should have some points of dis- stability, and I think that that's important to our growth. But I also think that there's a part of us that's always kind of in movement and shaping and transformation and evolution. And I don't know if we all necessarily accept that or even welcome it. And I really wonder, you know, with Leo energy as well, you know, we have such a heart centered energy with Leo's. And, you know, how much of ourselves do we really love, you know, really love regardless of what other th- others think and how do we love ourselves even when we disappoint people, even when we make mistakes, even when we struggle, even when we go backwards five steps and then go in a new path. You know, how do we do that? How do we find that compassion and love for ourselves? And I think it's about stripping away all of these things that we've created and really think about who are we living for so that we can love that person and not, you know, hate on ourselves for letting down that person, disappointing that person, screwing up at work, having a period of time where we're struggling, having a period of time where we're struggling to love ourselves, you know? I mean, that's something that so often is secretly in the unconscious, that we are reacting, we are making decisions, we are living our lives based on a lack feeling in our bodies based on an old story there's like a dictator in us who's telling us how we should feel and how we should um create and work and think and move but then when we strip that old story away when we strip that um I was reading another friend's post today and it's actually from Jen Pasloff 
about your inner, uh, your inner asshole. (laughs) Um, and I think it's, it's, it's funny because I think we all have that person inside of us, um, that voice inside of us. And even making that distinction between that and ourselves is hard. How do we strip that person, that energy, that voice, whatever you want to call it, how do we strip it away so that we can get back to ourselves truly? And when we do that, when we get back to ourselves, we find the freedom, we find the authenticity And I don't know if that's necessarily a comfortable state for a lot of us. You know, with Aquarius energy, with full moon energy, with Leo energy, there's a sense of expansion happening. And at least for me, there's sometimes this mo- these moments in my life where I feel like, ooh, like, don't, don't get too big, Kylie. Like, don't you know, um, to be too successful, don't be too happy, don't, don't, uh, or even the other way, like, don't, don't suffer too much openly, don't struggle too much openly, because you're going to make people feel uncomfortable, you're going to make people feel weird and not know how to react around you, um, you know, if you're too proud of yourself with success, oh, people are going to think these things, because, you know, you, um, should be humble. And I do believe in hum- being humble, but I also believe that we should celebrate, you know, what we've done and what we've accomplished in our lives. Um, so again, that comes back to who are you living for? And I don't think we quite even realize how much of our lives, every day of our lives, is being pushed and moved in directions based on other people and their thoughts, their opinions, their perspectives. And we cannot ever fully understand other people's brains. And I've learned this the hard way. So often I've had something happen where I've disappointed someone or I've hurt someone or have lost a friendship, or something's changed, or someone's gone away, or whatever it is, and I don't understand. I can't conceptualize it. I can't break it down. I don't know why it's happened, and I'm trying to sit with this other person and trying to get like logic out. Why? Why do they feel this way? What is it? Why? You know, what did I? When I did something, why? Why did that root? you know, create a reaction like that in them. And the problem is, is we sit with this perspective from ourselves. And we don't fully get the other person because we don't have the same perspective. But yet we're pouring our energy, pouring, pouring, pouring our energy into this other person. (laughs) And not in a positive way, not in a healing way, and not in a beautiful way, and not in a helpful way, but in a way where we are just living for this other person and trying to figure out what what it is that's going on in their lives you know 
And so often people's reactions and people's disappointment in us is so much more about them and their stories that they're living with and the things that they've boxed themselves in and their struggles, you know, and their own, you know, inner whatever you want to call it, making the decisions. And I'm not saying that we should, you know, only live for ourselves because that's actually not what I mean by any means. I think that it can be a beautiful practice when we start to strip away really coming from a heart-centered space and really coming from an authentic space. We're able to be with people who really match <laughs> our level, our wavelength. We're able to be real with people. You know, we're able to come from that heart-centered space instead of a fear space. Um, and then all of a sudden, all these like things start happening, like authentic relationships and friendships you know, are start to develop. We are able to set boundaries with people. We are able to be real about how we're feeling. I mean, even for me, there's been so many times in my life where I've, you know, done something that I, I'm like, okay, well, I need to do that because, you know, you know, this person would feel this way if I, and I shouldn't do that because that person will feel that way if I do that. And, um, you know, and we're not talking about things where you know, I would be very, very directly hurting people very intentionally. It's, it's all very minor, little weird, funny things that we all do and we don't even acknowledge or realize or think about, you know. It's like going out to something when you don't feel up to it. I would never not go. If I had said I was going to go, I would go even if I, you know, was feeling awful if I commit to something that's just the kind of person I am you know and now I'm like you know no I can't I can't do that and I'm in a place where I think you know for me I'm heavily pregnant and it's almost like my body being in this position has forced me to be more authentic <laughs> and to be more connected with like how I'm really feeling um and I sh and I think people are more a little more like understanding because I'm pregnant. Well, it's like, oh, well, she's pregnant, so you know. And it's like, well, no, it's not just because I'm pregnant. It's because that's what I need for myself. So why can't we just all do that? And why can't we find empathy and love and understanding for other people when they begin to set their boundaries and they begin to be authentic? when they begin to live their life not based on disappointing people around them but for themselves you know and how often I would make decisions like big decisions that I didn't want to do something because I wouldn't want to outshine someone or I wouldn't want people thinking that oh, how does she think she can do that that is the kind of thing I'm talking about. That's the kind of thing where we are not living for ourselves. And so often our dreams and our decisions get crushed because we're living for what other people might think about ourselves. And even if they do think about that, about you, even if that is something that crosses their mind, why do we care? And that's where 
our dreams, our love, our desire to move forward with the life that we really, really want needs to be louder, needs to be stronger, and we need to be more deeply connected to it. And I think that that's a lot of what's happening with this energy. You know, like I said, Leo and Aquarius are very strong energies. And I think we need to cultivate that in ourselves. You know, find that inner leader in ourselves, our inner Leo, our inner lion, if that's something that makes sense to you. You know, we need to find our um, inner Aquarius that's this, you know, um, forward thinker um, that thinks past all of the same old stuff that we've been sitting in. Um, that thinks past all the limitating beliefs that we put on ourselves, you know, and I think that's so important and really starts asking and maybe even making it a practice. Okay. I've made a decision today. Did I make that decision for, because I think that I'm going to ruffle some feathers or that I'm going to disappoint someone somehow or whatever, or did I make that decision because I feel like it's what I need to do for myself? And that's not to say that you can't do things for others and that you're living for others. I think there's a time and place to do things for others. I think there's a beauty in reaching out for people or being there for people, um, showing up for people, um, and you know, being there for people when they need it. Um, but I think that when you, what you need to do is be very connected to yourself, to that heart space, so that you can navigate and feel what it feels right. What's coming from that inner dictator, that fear center, and what's coming from the heart space of wanting to, to give and love other people? You know, and that's really, I think, the distinction that needs to be made. Because I think that you can live also for other people, but I think there needs to be um, a mutual, um, healthy relationship where you are giving and receiving from each other um, and there's boundaries set up and there's an authentic communication happening as well. You know, where you can be real and say, you know what, I just can't do that. I just can't be there. I can't and I and I'm sorry and I know that that might make you feel this way but this is what I need to do for myself and I think anything in life we always have to have that balance we always have to find that balance you know and even in this energy we have this opposite this polar opposite energy the sun the moon Aquarius Leo we have that same sort of energy but I think what pop what happens is we start to um one takes over and especially if we're living for our fear we're living for our doubt or we're living around not wanting to disappoint people that is not in a connection equal balance place that's in a living out of lack and not feeling love for yourself that you feel strong enough to be able to say no this is not what I need no this is not what I want no, this is not how I want to live my life. And I think that that's one of the most 
transformational and important parts that we need to begin to bring in a practice in for for in our lives is being even more aware of who we're living for and why why we're making decisions and what is dictating it what is deciding those decisions for you who makes the decision of your path that you go on I just think it's a fascinating thing to think about. And I know for me, it's a struggle, you know, because I don't want to disappoint people. I want to make people happy and I want to feel validated and I want to feel loved and I want people to love me and I want everyone to love me. (laughs) And that's another thing is not everyone's going to love you and that's okay. I mean, even as a yoga instructor, not everyone's going to love my class. Not everyone's going to love what I do. Not everyone's going to love my energy. And that's okay. It's taking that time to love yourself enough that that doesn't matter. doesn't matter that you don't find that connection in that way. Again, who are you living for? Are you living for that other person? So are you morphing yourself into something that you're not so that you can be more like that person? Really think about it, are you? Because I know I've done that a lot in my life. A lot. You know, I am all mutable signs, which is, you know, means that I'm flexible and I can be laid back and go with the flow, but I also can be very easily, I can change myself so that it's more fitting for someone else. And... I don't want to live like that anymore. (laughs) I don't want to be that way because you know what? That's not in authenticity. That's not living for yourself. That's not loving yourself. And that's the thing is once again, we come back. We come back to that idea of loving yourself. And I know like it's, it's turned into kind of this like a cliche thing, especially in like the wellness world and you know, on social media, media, and like, it sounds very, uh, lame, I guess, <laughs> but even that, even my response to it sounding that way, that's based on other people's perspectives. I love the idea of loving yourself. I love telling people to love their self because it's one of the biggest challenges and problems we have in this world, period. It's what breeds fear and doubt. It's what breeds stagnation. It's what breeds mental illness. It's what breeds feeling not good enough. It's what keeps us safe and still. It's what holds us back. But if we decide that we don't need to have everyone love us and what we need to do is love ourselves... And not think of, not giggle at that, not smirk at that statement, not feel silly about that, but like really, wholly, authentically love yourself. You see what happens. Because when you can really, truly love yourself, then you can love other people and not necessarily live for other people, but have these beautiful connections 
where you can love someone, but you're not needing their love to feel whole. You can give them love, you can give them support, you can, you know, make them um, feel authentic and support them, you know, in moving forward with their lives. But you can also support yourself in relationship with that person. You can still support your needs, your boundaries in relationship with that other person. And I think that's so important. Because that's what happens is like, at least for me, and I've really discovered that, especially in relationship, you know, how often I would not talk about how I was actually feeling and how often I would put aside my feelings so that I could um, appease the other person um, or just not like put boundaries up. And I realized you know, like, especially, like, for me, like, my pain is very much in, like, girl relationships, like, and it's in, like, girl friendships, like, um, and, um, I realized that that was all stemming from pain from my past, because I was so heavily bullied by women, or girls, I should say, um, that I was constantly looking for people to validate me and to tell me that I'm good and tell me that I'm okay and that they love me and they like what I'm doing and they support what I'm doing and they support my decisions (laughs) and, um, you know, they think I'm a good person and, you know, when I say those things out loud, it feels a little, like, I want to say pathetic, but I don't really like that, but that's what my brain's saying, so in the um, desire to stay authentic. I am being very real with you guys right now. (laughs) Um, You know, I really looked for all of my love from other people. And I, you know, didn't even fully give myself time to even think about the idea of loving myself. Maybe it was too hard. Maybe I couldn't even, maybe I had to deal with the pain and look at the pain of wanting others to love me before I could even come up with the concept of loving myself. When I could gain the confidence to not need other people and to find love and validation solely from myself. I think we're people that need people. I don't think that we can, you know, only have an interaction and relationship with ourselves. I think more people or certain people more than others, you know, are are more needing of different energies. And I think for me, I I definitely need people, 100%. I'm a person who needs people. (laughs) Um, But I think I was having... um, with everyone around me, I was having these unhealthy relationships because I was feeding, I was trying to support this fear and this doubt um, around it. And I wanted to make sure that I had people around me that liked me and I would give presents so that they thought I was a good friend. and, And I don't even think I realized what I was doing, you know, until I've had some transformational times this last year or so where I kind of have sat alone a lot and have felt alone a lot 
And the idea of being alone was so scary, you know, was so scary because I didn't have that validation from myself, from other people. I had to find it from myself. But I think that's what needs to happen. Sometimes we need to have things be stripped away so that we can see where the healing needs to be. You know, I even wonder about injury and, you know, things happen in life where we get injured and we're, we have to, you know, stay still for a while. And I wonder, the that's the universe's way sometimes of making us look at our shit. And it is not easy. I think that when you take that journey of really being truly authentically you and loving yourself for yourself, regardless of anyone else, then you can start to love other people and have these beautiful relationships. I don't think that we're meant to be, you know, these living by ourselves people, um, these solo humans. Um, But I think that when you can feel your strength in a relationship, you can just have so much more, um, it's just a healthier relationship. Um, you can even help other people when you start to show that, you know, um, I think that there was a lot of growing up for me, um, that happened in my twenties, which I guess is normal. Um, but it was, you know, a realization of, it is nice to have friends. I'm so incredibly thankful for my friends. I have beautiful people in my life. I could not be, like, I'm just so lucky by the people that support me and that are around me. And I think there's time and place for friends. And I think friendship is a beautiful thing that tests us um, and helps us grow and supports us during difficult times. But I also think that there's time for being alone and for um, finding your own strength and entering those relationships with the ability to love yourself regardless of if that person loves you. So I think that it's an important journey that we all need to get on if we haven't already. And I think it's one that I'm going to be on for a while. It's not easy to just... Be so confident in yourself that, you know, if someone says something to you or um, hurts you in some way or makes you feel less than um, or like questions your choices, it's not easy to stand in yourself, to stand in your power, to stand in your strength and to stand in your love for yourself, to know that you're a good person, to know that what you deserve as well, I think is important. So I really want you to ask yourself, who are you living for? Can you love yourself in all the different ways, regardless of what other people think? Do you love yourself only if others love you? Ask yourself. Can you find compassion and love for yourself even when you fall? Even when you disappoint someone? Can you walk away from people pleasing and needing to make everyone like you so that you can feel okay and go a little bit against the grain? That's very Aquarius. Leo, heart-centered leader. 
How do these energies dance inside of you? What do they look like? How can we use them to find that inner strength? How can we close our eyes right now? Maybe let's just do it. If you can, close your eyes. Maybe bring your left hand onto your heart, your right hand onto your belly. Maybe both hands on the heart. Whatever feels right. And each time you take a breath in, can you feel that? Can you feel that energy coming in? Can you feel that strength inside of yourself? Close your eyes to the world and don't need anything else but you. Can you love yourself? Do you live for yourself? It's okay to cry. It's okay. There might be, when we make connection like this, when we go inside, we can sometimes be met with sadness or hurt that needs to be healed. When we can make these connections, there's beauty in it because we can connect deeper inside. But we also might meet some sadness before we can get to that strength, before we can get to that healing. Can you tell yourself right in this moment without smirking, without feeling silly, without your ego telling you you're silly, can you tell yourself that you love yourself? Can you feel it? What do you feel under your palms? What do you feel in your heart space, in your heart chakra? Can you let go of old obligations and the dictator in your mind, the inner mean person? Can you let go of that person that's holding you back? Can you drop into the heart and feel your way through? You move forward from a space of love. Because that is true authenticity is when we can say that we love ourselves wholeheartedly regardless of what other people think. Regardless if others doubt us or think we're ridiculous. Can we love ourselves enough to push through all of it? Can we connect to that inner goodness in us? when we forget that he or she exists. Can we find the power of loving ourselves just as we are right now in this moment? Let's take a nice big inhale, breath in through the nose and out the mouth. Maybe a little smile comes to your face. Feel what it feels like. Sometimes we need to feel it. Give yourself a little extra love today. Find a little gratitude, a little compassion for you and for what you have right now in this moment what you bring to the table regardless of anyone else what do you love about yourself thanks you to everyone for joining me as always we'll see you next week namaste